This is Gabriel Duran from Divinity in Us blog, and in today's episode, I am reading to you from Pearls of Wisdom, published by the Summit Lighthouse, Volume 63, Number 43, Beloved Lanelo, November 15, 2020, 40 Days of Teachings in the Upper Room, A Report from an Eyewitness, Part 3. And so the mantle of responsibility was upon us, knowing well the separation of the veil that occurs with each incarnation, causing the loss of memory. We realized that in each succeeding incarnation, given what would perhaps become the doctrine and dogma of the Church, and given the veil, we would perhaps not remember our embodiment with the Master. Or if we did, we would deny it because we would be loyal to the doctrine of the Church, which was the denial of the law of reincarnation. Footnote 1. We knew that it would be as though we were blind at times, walking as though feeling in the dark, feeling our way, led by the electrode of love within our hearts, finding the Master, finding Mary, and finding one another. And oh, how we longed to know that we would meet one another at least now and then, though we understood that our mission would take us to every corner of the earth and far afield from that nucleus. And so his promise to us that he would greet us at the conclusion of each life was no small comfort. It was great consolation. And of course he said to us again and again, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Footnote 2. Oh, how we cherished these words. Oh, how we sought to remember, to fortify, to implant these concepts within our very souls, within our very subconscious, so that no one or no form of death or no form of government or state religion would ever take from us that inner knowing that we were one with Christ. And I can tell you that Jesus has prayed for each and every one of his flock, all of these centuries, standing in heaven before the Almighty, interceding as a Savior for us and in his retreat, and as he would walk and talk with us, imparting to us silently the emanations of his teaching. Is this not, then, the understanding of why you yourselves have drawn out of the depths of your souls the confirmation of the true teaching of the Christ that you are receiving through the messengers. Most of you know that you are not hearing the law for the first time, but that you are simply making contact in the outer consciousness with the inner consciousness you have of the flame. Most of you know that the moment you hear the truth, it is as though you had always known it. And so the messengers are the reminders of the word of Christ spoken in the upper room. Much, therefore, has been given in the dictations and the pearls of wisdom, but much remains. And therefore it is my fond hope that the circle of our oneness will be intensified as a hallowed circle of the alm, and that you will band together as the early apostles and disciples, and the holy women, and the many who responded to our ministry. It is my hope that you will gather as a cell in the body of God, and that you will realize that to you is entrusted the transference of the teachings of Christ from the retreats of the brotherhood to all mankind and the transference of these teachings unto the golden age. 
You have today the possibility, by the power of the press, to print many, many copies of the teachings, therefore making it difficult to anathematize these teachings and to destroy these books. In the early centuries, when there were only a few copies of our writings, they were easily destroyed. They were easily distorted. And so you see, the more there is the receptacle for the libraries of this world, and the private libraries of the devotees to carry and treasure the teaching, the greater will be the transference. For if it is necessary for the lords of karma to use cataclysm as a means for the transition into the new age, you can see that nevertheless much of the teaching could be destroyed. Alas, you will consider, as we have considered, that that which is given at the inception of the dispensation, if it is lost, is most difficult to retrieve. For then the torch is not vast, and there is a gap in the chain of hierarchy, and the masters must work many centuries in order to re-establish the lineage of the true prophets. See to it then that you guard the treasure of the teaching in a number of ways, not allowing one system to be considered foolproof, but using a number of systems and in a number of places on several continents where these are treasured and stored. I have given you a glimpse of that upper room, and I well know that it is but a glimpse, and yet I perceive that it has indeed expanded the horizon of your consciousness of opportunity and service. Now, in this dispensation, where you find yourselves being given the opportunity to be in the inner circle, you can see that because you have been told that it is possible to make your ascension to this life, or in the next, there is a great acceleration of initiation. This is because it is the seventh age, and the age of freedom, and because so many souls who are ancient souls are coming then to the point of convergence with their own divine plan and with the divine plan of the earth and of the master Saint Germain in the Aquarian age. You therefore do not necessarily contemplate twenty or more embodiments, as we did, in the next two thousand year cycle, for you are called to set the example of the path of initiation, so that there can be those mass ascensions from the hillsides of the world. Therefore your responsibility, unlike ours, is to disseminate the teaching to teach it well and accurately and with the correct vibration, and to give the mantras with the correct intonation. For I already perceive that there is deviation from the patterns that I established, and that the mother has established in the giving of a number of decrees as people place their own accents and pronunciations and personality vibrations in the giving of decrees, and then others come and copy them, you can see how a dispensation can change quickly over a few generations. Therefore, if I may outline to you this most important goal, which is the conveyance of the teaching to the many children of God who will stay in the unascended state for a considerable period of time, a number of centuries, and some who will be required to tarry unto the fulfillment of this age. And so the teaching must be accurately stated accurately written, accurately studied, and then, of course, to become the teaching is the all. One of the most important reasons for studying and becoming the teaching is that when you pass it on, it will not be lost as in a whisper game. 
when no one can recognize the beginning of the statement from its conclusion after it has been whispered through a circle of individuals. This is a problem with the transfer, especially in this age. Because whereas centuries ago there was an accuracy in the word-of-mouth transmission, because everyone relied on word-of-mouth since they did not have books, this is not the case today. They could not read, they could not write, and therefore their memories were sharpened. They had a proper balance with nature. They ate pure foods, and so they could retain in the mind passages of Scripture. And some of you know that for thousands of years in the East there has been the tradition of having very lengthy passages, and even entire books kept intact in Sanskrit by repeating them from one generation to the next. But this does not happen in the West anymore, for there is not the mastery of concentration in the upper chakras. And so you see the transmission is all. The communication is all. And be careful lest you make the karma of leaving this earth and applying for your ascension, and even balancing your karma and being ready for the ascension, without having correctly transmitted the teaching. No matter how low you are on the rung of the ladder of initiation, there is always someone beneath you. As Jesus said, Ye have the poor always with you. Footnote 3 And those who are poor in spirit will look to you as teacher, and you will look to them as disciple. If, therefore, you attempt to even succeed in taking your ascension, before you have anchored your mantle, your momentum, and your understanding with the one nearest you on the rung of the ladder, you will find yourself greatly handicapped from the ascended state in the completion of the balancing of your karma. Or you will find that the lords of karma in Saravis Bay will not allow you to even take your ascension. Therefore be careful. Do not possess or be possessed by students who enter into that idolatrous personality cult relationship with you. They are not worthy of the teaching, nor will they retain it. Therefore be swift, be impersonal, and leave those who would be tied to your apron strings, and go forth and find the real devotees, and then give them your all. I am with you, and I have tarried with you in my love for you beyond the time allotted in this evening. And so I will draw our conversation to a conclusion in order to make way for the two men in white apparel. Footnote 4 And I will say to you in the light of my causal body, and in the very light of Lenedo, that truly as Jesus was with me every step of the way, so I am with you, each one always. And some of you can confirm this, for you have noticed when I have knocked and entered your homes, and I have supped with you and sat with you, and decreed with you and talked with you, and held you in my arms of love. One of the greatest benefits of the ascended state is that through the projection of the electronic presence, I can be with each one of you, every moment of the night and day, and ever consider that you are imposing upon me, for I look to be welcomed, to be invited, to receive your letters, to be called to you, and therefore allow me to come, for I will never take from you your opportunity for self-mastery, but I will wink at you when you outsmart your carnal mind. I am your own, your very own, Lenedo. The Summit Lighthouse sheds its radiance o'er all the world to manifest as pearls of wisdom. This previously unpublished dictation by Lenedo 
was delivered by the messenger of the Great White Brotherhood, Elizabeth Clara Prophet, on Sunday, April 18, 1976, during the Path to Attainment Conference held at the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles, California. Parts 1 and 2 of this Pearl of Wisdom are published in this volume, numbers 41 and 42. Footnote 1. The Denial of the Law of Reincarnation For a detailed analysis of reincarnation in Christian beliefs, see Elizabeth Clare Prophet, Reincarnation, The Missing Link in Christianity, especially Part 4, The Church Rejects Reincarnation, Chapters 17 through 20, pages 191 through 241. Footnote 2, John, Chapter 14, Verse 18. Footnote 3, Matthew, Chapter 26, Verse 11. Mark, Chapter 14, Verse 7. John, Chapter 12, Verse 8. Footnote 4, The Two Men in White Apparel. For this dictation, see Pearls of Wisdom, this volume, numbers 39 and 40. Thanks for listening to this current issue of the Pearls of Wisdom, published by the Summit Lighthouse. And may God bless.